0: Welcome back to the studio, Patrick. It's been...
1: A week? No, it hasn't no, even been a week. No,
0: it it's been less than a week because we were just here on Tuesday when Tony Hawk was here.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, we, I, I never saw Tony Hawk.
0: No, we never saw him. I never
1: actually saw him.
0: He was moving that fast. He was just a blur. We didn't actually see Tony Hawk. Mm-mm. But it was fun talking about him. I, I enjoyed that.
1: It was. It would have ruined it if we had actually seen him. It would have humanized him, and I like I like keeping him on some sort of strange pedestal where he's something between this monster that's coming to get us and uh, and a skateboard professional <laughs> celebrity.
0: You're weird. Um, why don't you introduce us?
1: I'm Patrick. So that was really hard for you. I'm Francesca. And this is Last Name Basis. Welcome
0: to our podcast. Um we have something kind of exciting and different this week to start off our show. Um, we always have this running joke about our lack of theme song, and someone actually made us a theme song. Someone
1: did they made us a theme song.
0: yeah, so we have a, a new theme song snippet you know we're just gonna preview it here for you all from Jessica Newry um yeah let, let's let's check it out.
1: can you sing with it? No can I sing with it?
0: No <laughs> Can I know Not allowed to do that. No. Come on. No, you are not allowed to sing or like rap. Over what was that?
1: I don't. I don't know. It was. It was an effort to put our own personal spin on it. I'm I don't.
0: No, that's not how theme songs go. The theme song plays, and then when it's over. We start the show. Start you could have totally harmonized with that though. I didn't want to. I wanted to give Jessica the spotlight oh. instead of like making it all about me. She was singing about our show. Right. So like why it's kind of all about us. Yeah, like why so. <laughs> Why'd steal that from her? Um Jessica, thank you so much for making us that adorable theme song. You can check out Jessica on SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com slash Jessica, N-E-W-R-Y. She's a musician. Please give her some love because she made us a theme song, which was super nice. Um, do you think this means other people will send us theme songs?
1: Uh, I hope so. I, I absolutely hope so because, I, I mean, I think that one was great. And I think uh, I'd love to hear what other people are making.
0: Yeah, be- audience participation—that's it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a, we are suddenly in we are an interactive show. We are very 2015. Mm-hmm.
1: You can um, you can tweet us right now, or you can call into the show.
0: <laughs> we don't have a call. In number.
1: <laughs> it's just it's funny because actual radio, which has been around for a very long time. Um, Allows for live call live call ins.
0: Technically we can do call ins, we just don't because oh, yeah. this show is not live. No,
1: so. I just thought it, it was funny. It was a funny contrast to how forward thinking we are, apparently. <laughs> how how tech savvy we are.
0: Hilarious. Uh, but we
1: also we also don't take calls. No, we do
0: we do not call us. Because we'll who uses you.
1: phones anymore? You can text us though.
0: No, you can't text us either. Stop. We'll Skype. We'll stop Skype, Skype later. Stop, cool. stop leading our audience on and telling them that they can contact us when they can't. The only place you can talk to us is on Twitter um, or on our website or on the iTunes read. Well, there are lots right, of places. Or
1: Facebook or-
0: uh, Oh my God. Stop. Stop. Okay. Um, What do you have on your list? Do you want to start? Do you No, you anything? can start.
1: You can start because all my stuff is pretty is pretty serious. Do you have a bunch of serious Except stuff? for the fact that the brontosaurus is now a species of dinosaur again. I don't know if you do that.
0: Wait, it wasn't a series of dinosaurs.
1: Apparently, it was too similar to another dinosaur called the Apatosaurus,
0: which I've never heard of before.
1: Right, exactly. Um, but you've heard of Brontosaurus,
0: yeah? I've heard of Bron- Brontosaurus for sure. Yeah. And so now they've decided that it is it is in fact a real dinosaur. Yeah.
1: First we had Brontosaurus, then we had Apatosaurus or whatever that one was, and apparently they were so similar that they decided Brontosaurus wasn't its own its own thing. And now they've decided yet again that it is its own thing, which is great because Brontosaurus means thunder lizard, and that's just
0: what, cooler what is than whatever
1: Patasaurus means. I don't know what that one means.
0: What does the Brontosaurus look like? Is that the one that has like the really long neck?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's the big one, like one of the biggest ones with the super long neck.
0: Oh, the one he like eats like leaves and stuff, right? Yeah, he's like nice.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I don't know if he's nice. I mean, I've never. Met I
0: mean, one. like he's not like a killer. He's not like T Rex or something, right?
1: He's not a carnivore. No, he's
0: not one of the ones that like spits in your eye and then like. Right,
1: he's an herbivore. He's not a, He's not one of those little weird. I don't know. Whatever killed Newman? <laughs> he's not one of the. He's not one of those. I know. You know. We're both what, just thinking back to Jurassic Park and cycling New- through the
0: the dinosaurs Newman. there. <laughs> that is so so funny. I'm really proud of you for making that reference. If anyone else picks up on that, I will be very happy and impressed. Um, So I saw this thing. uh, You've seen the selfie sticks, right? Mm -hmm. They have a new selfie stick. It's called the selfie arm. It basically is a, a fake arm that you put your phone in and it makes it look like you have a significant other that's holding your hand when you take the selfie it's so hideous that's looking. genius no it's not genius i think it's, it's really great. pathetic like the selfie stick is kind of like the Yay. selfie stick was pathetic no it's not the selfie stick is kind of like like cool i'm taking a picture of myself no i, I or don't, I'm I don't it know with a bunch of people i
1: think you have a very short memory i think six months ago when selfie sticks became a thing what yeah
0: um no actually because i've had a selfie stick years before anyone else did right you know, right exactly that's what I'm saying so, so,
1: so six months ago when selfie, selfie sticks became a thing everyone was laughing at them and saying god that's so sad that's so it seems kind of desperate yeah that's and, what oh my everyone god, was saying I
0: was not saying that I was saying you were, I already had, I already had <laughs> one people of people have been saying
1: that about you, your selfie stick for no, years no
0: I was just like I already had one of those the selfie arm yeah, is a totally different because it uh, makes it like look like you have someone with you and that's sad like a selfie stick is kind of like I am acknowledging I'm by myself and taking a picture mm-hmm. but the selfie arm looks like you are with like a corpse taking it because it's like kind of greenish looking it is like a hideous looking like a walking
1: dead themed selfie arm
0: no, like this is like before it turns, like so it's dead it's it's dead, but it hasn't come
1: it hasn't been reanimated yet.
0: no, it hasn't turned into a walking. So you're really
1: playing yet. with fire, you're really testing the water here yeah,
0: it's like the first image is you holding the selfie arm, and then the second image is like you being devoured
1: <laughs> <laughs> The third image is just blood smear just dripping down the lens of the camera.
0: yeah, exactly. I uh-huh. just think that this is, i just I'm really surprised that you would endorse this weird thing I think it's great it sounds Why? it sounds hilarious it's not I mean yeah, funny to like laugh at people who use it, but like kind of it's, sad, right? Is it?
1: No, is it not? It, I don't think it's, I think it's meant to be a joke. Like, uh, have you ever seen the um, the handsets that you plug into your wireless phone?
0: Yeah, it's like, yeah, I have seen it's that. It's
1: like the old school classic uh, hard landline phone mm-hmm. handset that you plug in right. and you hold it up to your ear just like a handset and it kind of... Kind of you know, kind of yeah, no, destroys the it's point like a, yeah, it's and like convenience. A, so it's
0: like a gag gift. Of course. Uh yeah. I figure that's
1: what the selfie arm is too. Are you really think you're trying to convince people? <laughs> it's not like going to dinner by yourself and ordering for two people and sitting there <laughs> across from a plate that's not being eaten.
0: I don't know. I just thought it was reg-
1: telling people your friend is in the bathroom or something, you know?
0: <laughs> I just I mean, yeah, I guess so. I guess it's a gag gift. I just thought it was weird. Um, but needless to say I would still love them as a sponsor, so if the selfie arm people are listening, which...
1: Could you send us some, some selfie arm Can you send us two selfie arms? I want to hold them. You know, I want to have both hands in my <laughs> hands.
0: But how would the person be holding the camera?
1: But that's what's so it, it's like magic at that point. Oh
0: my god! How would that's... they
1: be holding two different cameras?
0: God, that's really weird. Um, also in technology news, the Apple Watch is now officially on the market. Are you going to get one? Oh, I thought you
1: were going to say it's officially failed.
0: Oh, no, I don't think it's failed yet. I mean, really? people are buying them for sure. Really? Yeah. I There's mean-
1: definitely a market that will just buy any new tech gadgetry. That you put out there just just because. I don't
0: see a need for a watch that does what my phone does. Because apparently, like, you can use it to text, but you have to, like, speak the text to the watch, Mm -hmm. which I guess could be really convenient if you're, like, driving or I don't know. Doesn't your phone do that already? It does, but I just think, I I don't know. Like, I I never really use the speak to text thing Mm because usually I would feel really uncomfortable being, like. Saying out loud what I'm texting because sometimes mm-hmm. it's like not appropriate. You know what can I mean? Can you
1: can you give us one?
0: You're like, on can the, you can you're you scroll like, through your text real quick and just <laughs> and just
1: say just just read the text but start it with Siri and then. <laughs> And then the I text.
0: don't think that I have any inappropriate text in here, but sometimes I'll like be talking shit about someone on the bus like, oh, my God, this person smells like <laughs> fish. And then like I have to say that out loud and the person's like, oh, I can hear you. And I'm like, sorry, I'm telling Siri to text this to my husband. <laughs> you do smell like fish, you know, like that just seems kind of impractical. But if you're driving, mm. maybe. But uh, a watch. Here's the other thing that I, I, I- love that
1: you think about it. your mind goes straight to how impractical it is for shit talking people near you. that's what you're concerned about no
0: i mean the speak to text thing i think is impractical in like everyday life unless you're by yourself and you're not around people mm -hmm. who like can hear what you're because text messages are kind of like discreet you know what i mean like rather than a phone call you're putting it you know in a text form and Mm -hmm. you can say stuff that maybe you don't want other people to hear um But here's the other thing that I learned about the Apple Watch is some people have been complaining that it doesn't work on people that have tattoos and people with darker skin. Because apparently Mm. the watch needs to know that it has skin contact in order for it to work. So if it doesn't have contact with your skin, it will lock up and require a password. Um, I guess it's assuming that you are not actually using it. Someone else is. Right. But the problem with that is, is it uses like this green light in order to measure the skin contact, and that light is absorbed by skin that have higher melanin content. Oh, so it's some
1: sort of sensor... And it's based on reading the reflection of light on your skin.
0: Right. And so if your skin is darker, like, you know, you got all this melanin um, (laughs) (laughs) melanin popping, um, (laughs) then the watch doesn't work. And here's the thing I don't understand. Like, how did Apple not realize this? Oh, I know. They only tested it on white people. So (laughs) they just didn't test it on anyone else. And so now there are a bunch of people who have this watch, and it's not cheap, of course. It's like $500. Five hundred dollars. I don't know. I
1: can't imagine what this thing can do. Here's the only thing I've seen that that Apple watches can do that other devices can't do, and that's fitness related stuff. And that's now,
0: your phone can do fitness related stuff.
1: That's what I've heard. I've never I've never looked into any of it because I got to be honest with you, I think those crazes the the you apps, don't do fitness.
0: Uh, yeah, I just
1: <laughs> I, I think the whole fitness fad is dead. Okay, guys, like let's come off it. Get off your little stationary bikes. <laughs> And and join me on the couch. I have chicken wings.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry to interrupt you. So wait, only fitness stuff is that's all you've seen? Because your phone can definitely do that.
1: Well, okay. So, so, but I think all that stuff is ridiculous. I think the whole fitness app craze. Why? Because it doesn't really help most people. I don't think it helps a layperson. Motivate,
0: it can motivate you. Like I use the it.
1: social elements can be can be motivational. I respect that, and those who those people who track their progress and put that stuff online and then work with others. There's definitely something yeah, to but you that. You don't have
0: to do that. So, like I use the Nike Run app, and I don't share my progress or anything. I I'm, just use it to see how many miles I ran, and it like tells you like a little voice comes up and she's sure, but that's like that's like, a, that's like using
1: like a, a stopwatch or a you know a no a stopwatch
0: is not going to tell you how far you've run, and it's not going to say it in your oh, ear while you're running no, I, it's not I, gonna be like francesca <laughs> at the end of your run it's not gonna be like great job you ran faster than you ran yesterday like i Seriously? I, I really enjoy hearing they have that pre you know, you that you've done different, something well? different sports people oh. come up
1: uh-huh. and
0: like muhammad ali's daughter comes on there and she tells you uh-huh. That you did a great job this week and that you really, you really kicked butt. Uh-huh. And I like that. That and helps when you, me. And when you
1: see her and you're like, thank you for all of it," and she looks at you. I'm like,
0: hey, girl, I heard you on my Nike app. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you geez. remember me. I'm the one that just beat my old time. <laughs> I'm serious. Well, and then you can, you can see like where you ran. There's like a little map and uh-huh. stuff. You know, okay. you can run in a shape. I saw somebody ran in the shape of a dick one time. That's cool. <laughs> 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 you know, like. Come on. You can't do that with a stopwatch. you missed
1: the point of that entirely. (laughs) I was just saying, I mean, yes, your phone, your phone can, for instance, be used as a stopwatch or a timer or something like that. You know what I mean? So can a stopwatch. And not that you shouldn't do it on your phone, but the the use of these things to like measure heartbeat is really where I was going with this Mm -hmm. Um, to measure your heartbeat. To count every and digest every little piece of data, especially the watch. And I think that's one thing, because the watch does have skin contact, right? that it does measure, like, your pulse it, and yeah, it does, like that. Yeah,
0: it, it can measure your heart rate.
1: Right, and keep track of you that way and keep track of where you are. But I, I don't think, I don't find that that's very useful. For instance, I used a heart rate monitor. I know, um, I bought it for you. Uh, well, there you go. <laughs> so <laughs> I was there. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. It was a birthday present, it I It was. Think.
0: Still uh, don't use that shit.
1: I did use it. I did use it. It told me, get your ass off the couch. It had a little pre-programmed voice. And it said, get up and do something, man. I barely know you're alive right now.
0: So you don't want a Fitbit or none of that stuff? You don't think that any, there's any purpose to that? No,
1: I, it's not that I don't think there's any purpose. I think people are more likely to get caught up in the tech that could help them do the thing that they can do without the tech. Than just doing it. Than just doing it. And, it, and that's the whole, hold on, that's the whole fitness and diet industry is is just run by people, counts on people who are not going to succeed, but, but have this feeling that- If they buy stuff. If they buy something, it will help. It will help them in some way achieve their goals. When what they really need is willpower and discipline, and not know. that not that I'm there, I'm I'm with the people. <laughs> that just like don't, my ass
0: is on the couch. So but I don't I'm, think that I'm, I'm one judging of, anyone.
1: I'm just one of the wise people <laughs> who has no willpower or discipline. I'm just wise enough not to pay for things that I know I'm not going to need.
0: I don't use. know. I'm. I really think. Because, I, you know, I, I go in and out of being, like, really good about working out and, like, really good about eating healthy and then, like, go, like, well, whatever, I'm over this – but for me, when I spend money on stuff like that mm. helps me, like when I pay for a trainer, it makes me wake up because I'm like, I spent this money. And if I don't go to the trainer today, like I'm throwing away this money and mm-hmm. I can't get the session back. So like I need to go. Friend, you know we have
1: we have about half a bookshelf dedicated to wasted money. on No, diet that's not Trends. true. I
0: threw all of those books away. I gave all of those books away. Really? Because we, we moved. still have a nope, bunch of them. No, that's absolutely not true. Oh I got God, rid of you're all.
1: You're getting so upset. You just I, got a new one. It was. It's not
0: a. It's a, a book about salads. It's not about dieting. <laughs> it's salads. It's like a. It's like a, a book about all kinds of cool salads. How you long? Can make. How long have you had that book? A week.
1: How many salads do you eat this week?
0: Uh, None. <laughs> <what I> <laughs> I'm going to I'm going we're going to the grocery store tomorrow. <laughs> I'm gonna make all types of like cool summery salads no, with like, strawberries not. in no. them and like Fred. Kale. Every time you
1: go grocery shopping, you buy all the salad stuff and you talk about I how you're eat gonna it. eat a salad a eat, day. And
0: I do And
1: you don't. I Sometimes have, I make the salad for you and you still don't eat it.
0: That is so not true. It is true. I have eaten all of the salads that you've made.
1: I had to I had to coax you through it too. That's I had not to be like, true. You just gotta eat the last little bit. You are so. And then you,
0: yeah, I like you're cannot, like a,
1: you're like a child. I'm like, just how can you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat? <laughs> Ew, <laughs> uh, that's really gross. Listen, it does sound really gross.
0: I'm really not here for you showing out in front of our audience because none of that is true. All of it's true. No, I eat salads on my own. Mm-hmm. I do. I ate. I went to Sweet Greens last week and I ate a salad. Someone so you went, bought made. a salad. Well, it was that, is the
1: book about how to buy salads. No,
0: I, someone else bought it for me. I was working, and they bought salads for everyone. I said, "You know what?" So you I'm accidentally ate a salad. No, I didn't. I, I'm, what I'm saying <laughs> is, is that, like, technically speaking, I didn't spend money on a salad. Someone bought the salad for me, uh, but I made and the that right. That was the only
1: salad you ate. What I'm
0: saying is, I made the right choice. I could have eaten right. something else, but instead, I said, "You know what? I'm going to eat a salad, and I'm going to eat one that possibly could be in that salad book that I bought."
1: <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you are... there's only
1: 400 salads in this book it's got to resemble one of them
0: exactly <laughs> that all of the buzz salad stuff like apples and goat cheese right
1: right so anyway i think i think i made my point that a lot of this stuff and the diet industry in particular um not that there's no use to it and, and any one of these you know any any particular person could find something that works for them and at the right time in the right place they're in the right place, and it 's just the thing that they need to give them the extra edge. Nothing wrong with that i'm not i'm not i'm not trash talking uh the use of these tools generally i think I think most uh, more often than not they don't really make the difference and I think with an Apple watch now, you have a five hundred dollar gadget that does everything your phone does in a format on a tiny thing on your wrist yeah, that seems that you, really stupid they can 't be as easy to navigate as a phone um and then and then plus it'll take your pulse i just you know? feel like uh, apple
0: oh, i just, feel like that's, just that's the way
1: i see it i probably don't know a lot of things that it does but i haven't heard anything about it i've read a couple does reviews. does all the
0: same stuff that a freaking phone does it's just on your watch i just swear like apple just keeps coming out with all the shit it's like next we're gonna have the eye contact and it's gonna like go in your eye and then it's gonna like, fucking... <laughs> it's gonna poke you in the eye <laughs> <laughs> it's like eight hundred dollars there's a
1: camera on the end of it it's a it's an it's an eye contact selfie
0: <laughs> stick. Oh my God. Yeah. It's a selfie stick for your eye. That sounds freaking terrible. <laughs> oh, Ridiculous. okay. So this is so funny. I was thinking about the podcast the other night because Patrick and I, we had nothing to watch on TV and I don't know what inspired me, but... I Or you know what I think inspired me? Uh, I see gifts on Tumblr all the time from RuPaul's Drag Race, and I've never watched the show before. So I was like, you know what? Let's just watch RuPaul's Drag Race and see what happens. <laughs> Can I tell you, watching Patrick watch Drag Race was so freaking <laughs> entertaining. Patrick was, like, loving it, right? Like, tell us what you thought about the show, because it, it was, was so funny.
1: It was so wild and so so over the top. I mean, everybody on the show was so over the top. That's what really did it for me. I mean, the drag race stuff is is fine, but the characters and how they interact, everybody on the show, how how they deal with one another and the way that they say the things that they're trying oh to say God. is very specific. It's it's like they have their.
0: It's like a language. It's, right?
1: it's like yeah. It's like yeah. It's, its own its own very well defined manner of expression, and you see it repeated over. And I thought that was what, And it's all shade. That's the <laughs> that's the that's the funny part about it is This is what
0: had me cracking up.
1: Nobody says anything on that on that show that isn't insulting. <laughs> not not a thing came out of anyone's mouth, and it's so. I mean, it's so understood to be the manner of expressing these yeah. things that the hosts aren't mad when the when the contestants do it to them.
0: Yeah. No. Everyone is doing it.
1: Everybody does it. No. But and the- that's what's. So so great the
0: funniest thing is Patrick is sitting there and he's he's like so dumbfounded he's like there's so much shade there's shade everywhere when does the shade stop and I was like oh my God that I'm is trying.
1: God I swear, could
0: you I swear to God, that is what you sounded like. And it was. You could so... not make me
1: sound it any was... whiter. No,
0: yeah, listen, I've tried.
1: <laughs> if, I had, if I had an Apple Watch, you'd be working at twice the speed of a normal Apple Watch. <laughs> you'd be like,
0: damn, I'm going right through the skin. <laughs> this bitch is translucent. <laughs> oh my God. Listen, it was so, so funny. I really suggest if you have a straight white man nearby, to so throw on an episode of Drag Race and just like let the fun games be.
1: You know what, though? I think, and, and I felt the same way, honestly, about Scandal actually, because it was just so different and so unusual <laughs> and so over the top and just mind blowingly ridiculous. <laughs> That The first episode, you'll remember I watched it, and I was super into it and really excited about just how over-the-top everything was. You were like, that was.
0: person's a killer? That person's sleeping with who? Wait <laughs> a second, what? <laughs> That's the president? I was like, Patrick, you need to calm down. You were screaming.
1: <laughs> I always scream when I watch TV. If, if you're not screaming at your television, you're not doing it right. I
0: felt like I was in one of those BuzzFeed videos, like straight man watches Scandal for the first time. Could you stop trying to put me in a box? Oh, sorry. I will I will not put you in any box. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm that was really rude of me. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I've got some. Uh, I've got some audience questions. If you'd like to jump into those, unless you have something else on your list.
1: Already, let's talk about something else.
0: Um, <laughs> do you remember
1: when they when someone stole our our video?
0: <sighs> and turned
1: it into an advertisement for pornography?
0: Oh, my God. So we made a anniversary video, which is not on YouTube anymore. It was for our three-year anniversary, <clears throat> and it's just us. With two glasses of wine, talking a ton of trash as usual, <laughs> and
1: it was, it was perfectly cut though. We're just—it's just us sitting in front of a camera. It was one of the old in, well, in wait, the wait, Mac cameras. Have,
0: but you have to—we ex- have to explain what happened. Is someone took the video and they edited it together so that they could advertise an interracial porn site and it was like me and Patrick like this is our first time making a video and then we like clink our glasses and we're both like like laughing and like it looks like we made a sex tape it was freaking terrible I clicked on that
1: no you didn't I was like I gotta see this I never saw it. I didn't see it until you told me somebody stole it.
0: I know. Well, then someone, one of my subscribers saw it, which, you know, I no judgment. I didn't ask how they saw it or Mm -hmm. where they saw it, but they saw the ad. And then I had to file a claim with the site and get Mm -hmm. it taken down. Thank goodness I did. Um, But that was really creepy and scary.
1: It was creepy. It was really well edited, though. It was. I mean, it, I there was no reason to believe that the couple that was, and it was me and you, wasn't. We're, <laughs> you were not like, about to hot. make a, pornogra- a a pornographic movie I know. right
0: there. I was so upset about it. I was. It and, was really convincing. And what I think what I was also upset about was like you didn't really. You were just kind of like whatever. Like you thought it was funny
1: i mean i wasn't I wasn't happy about it, but I didn't really see it as a as a huge problem oh yeah, I mean, we did get it taken down, so I was like, also I just bought this camcorder, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah, um that was a just one of those weird things that happens when you are in a relationship with someone that's on the internet so uh yeah, that was those were fun times oh i have
1: I have the Based on complaints, based on the number of complaints made, Brooklyn residents apparently have the loudest sex in New York City. Really? That's right. Yes. They did a, they did a, um, a review of the numbers of phone calls made to 311 uh, and police services complaining about people having loud sex.
0: Why would you call 311? What is 311 supposed to do? They,
1: they usually, they send out police officers. Really? Yeah. In fact, um, no, wait, no, 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 wait. Sorry. Not 311.
0: Yeah, 311 is where is where you call. Cause, cause, you know what? I still
1: don't I still don't completely understand this because I called 311 one time to complain about a fire alarm, or uh, not a fire alarm, I'm sorry, a car alarm that was going off for forever. They told me to call 911.
0: Yeah, that seems like weird. Right? Yeah.
1: That's pretty strange because I I was thinking I the last people I want to call are 911. They're already overloaded and yeah. it's just it's they have just, stuff to do.
0: Yeah. Oh my god that's so, that's so funny though um speaking of when you when that car alarm was going off it was really, really annoying. I was very upset about it. But, like, the funniest thing was, like, you kept getting up and going to the window and, like, looking out the window, like, menacingly as <laughs> if someone was going to see you and be like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. I guess I woke up Patrick. Patrick was looking like <laughs> at the window like, where are you at, bro? Where are you? Who? Whose car alarm is going off? Don't make me come down there. I might come down there and I don't know what I'm going to do, but I might go there.
1: <laughs> I wanted to find that car because it's the same car. And you hear it at different distances on different nights. Sometimes it'll be three blocks over, and you can Sometimes, hear it. It sounds
0: like it's in our living room when it's going. Up. And
1: other times it's right out in front of our apartment, and it just does the exact. And here's the worst part about this particular alarm: it's got the it's got the high pitch, like woo 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 woo, and it's got the under you know the lower honking repeatedly. What does the lower one sound it's like? It's like uh 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 you know like mm-hmm. a regular horn. Yeah, but, you know, that's the horn going. I on. just
0: really wanted you to make the noise. You I, want to do? I it know with what me? it sounds. I'll like. I'll
1: do the low part. You do the high part. I know
0: what it sounds like. I live there.
1: But that but our audience doesn't. No. Wanna... I
0: think that our audience can use their imagination and okay. figure out what a car word sounds like. Well,
1: you're fun. Oh, okay. anyway, you want to do so it? That... You really
0: want <laughs> no, to? No, you really it's want fine. to? So the um,
1: so the car alarm stops every ten seconds. Oh, that's or maybe 20 worse. And you think for a moment. You think, okay, this is it. It's over. And then about two and a half seconds later, it starts up again. I gotcha. Yes, <laughs> and and then you get to the, so you can't actually just get used to it. The background noise, anything can become background noise if it's just consistent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you can't get used to it. It stops, and then you think, oh, finally some silence, and it starts up again immediately. Anyway, I called 911.
0: And what? You did?
1: I did. Because 311 told me to call 911.
0: I did not realize that you called 911.
1: Yeah. What did they do? Uh, they said they would send somebody out. They probably didn't. I listened to the car horn for another two and a half hours, and then uh, I think I finally fell asleep. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> that's
1: uh, that's, uh... It's efficient, the way we do things here in the city.
0: <laughs> but I still think it's, I just am so confused that you would actually call somebody to report your neighbors having sex. I would just bang on the wall, right? Just tell them to shut up.
1: I don't, I don't know if I, I don't, it depends on how loud and, and how clear I can hear it. Because if it's,
0: because you're like, if it's really clear, I'm not going to complain, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I mean, why? Why complain about a good thing, right? You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> it depends or on what? how attractive they sound. Really? Ew, you are it? gross. Why?
0: Because how can you tell if someone's attractive by like the sounds they're making while well, they're people having sound sex? Sound
1: attractive? They're like, oh, I'm so hot. <laughs> <I'm> so
0: hot. <laughs> I have a socially acceptable body shape. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: That's what they sound like.
1: That's they say that. I say that. I usually—that's usually what I'm screaming <laughs> in the heat of the moment. <laughs> I look great. I'm like, uh, what's his name from uh, American? I guess I Psycho. never heard
0: you because the car alarm just drowned you out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so weird. Do you want to move on to something like semi-serious, like not super serious, but like mid mid-range seriousness, mid-level
1: seriousness? Yeah. It's we we kind of have this this uh, tradition of sort of having this little descent into seriousness
0: yeah and then trying to piece it back together this is not like i don't know i'm just gonna jump into it um so on the topic of listener questions one of the questions that we get all of the time and we've really not talked about is like what it's like to be in an interracial relationship and honestly we get questions about this every single week um most recently we got one from Ahmed on our website and he wants to know, have we ever thought about talking about interracial relationships, power imbalances within and how you seem to make it work really well. Um, as well as how society and communities view the relationship. I hope this doesn't sound intrusive. Um, it's been a topic circling around. It'd be great to hear your thoughts and how you two manage it. Mm. So, Good question. Yeah, and I thought that he did Very involved a great question. job of like wording this, so that's why I picked his question. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Do you want to jump in? Is there, like how, like, has society viewed our relationship in any way that has made you have thoughts that you would like to share
1: not really no i mean there are a lot of thoughts that i would love to share and a lot of um yeah i'm just
0: asking about society specifically because that's part of his question
1: yeah as far as that specifically that portion of the question goes um i haven't really noticed too much occasionally something happens but it's fairly minor Mm -hmm. um i haven't gotten anyone who's at least, not a real human being. You right. know what I'm saying? You know, you tell me about people on the internet who will say things that like you don't know who they oh, are, yeah, and dude, they're just every day. Yeah, right. They're just trolls and random racists that love to come out and voice their. But little some of them aren't opinions. trolls.
0: Some of them are real people.
1: Right. Or 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 that. But they're but they're so far on the other end of the spectrum. Right. Well, they, and
0: you don't you don't have to experience that. And
1: and then of course, yeah, I get it secondhand from you usually. But okay, you know, I've it's not that I've never seen any of it. Uh, but I think in my personal life. I haven't really experienced very much in the way of judgment or even sort of a second look. You yeah. know what I mean?
0: <clears throat> yeah, it's really interesting because um, in in real life, like meaning off the Internet, really not so much. I think one time mm-hmm. we stopped at a convenience store in South Carolina on a road trip and we were mm-hmm. asking for directions and everyone inside the the. Stop and Shop was looking at us like we were aliens, and I thought that it might be because we're an interracial relationship. That was
1: really strange, because and that was a hilarious time. Generally, being we were in, like,
0: "Hey, can we get to some place?" Everyone was like, "What is with these people?"
1: Yeah, South Carolina <laughs> was was a, was a different place, at least that part of South Carolina where we were. But also, everyone we actually interacted with was really friendly. You remember the guy that I was buying a soda from at a pizza stand? No, I was like, "I'm thirsty. Let me get a soda." So, are you? Are you don't remember the guy no. that I bought a soda from ten years ago? <laughs> <laughs> what
0: happened?
1: Like, I, I just remind- realized how ridiculous of a question that was.
0: <laughs> remind me, what happened? Um, I don't remember. No,
1: I go up, and I'm, I'm just everyone. Everyone in this community was just moving at about a, a fraction of the pace that we're used to Welcome here to in New South. York. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So it was a really high contrast. So we go. Uh, I'm like, oh, let me get, let me get something to drink. I go into a little pizza stand. They've got bottled Coke and fountain Coke. Mm-hmm. And so I, I say, let me have a Coke. And the guy says, well, do you want a fountain Coke or do you want a bottled Coke? <laughs> and I said, I said, I said, I, I mean, I don't, is, is there Coca-Cola in both of them? Because that's, <laughs> you know, is there a major difference? Something I need to consider right now. That, that you don't have this in my hand and have my money already. And the guy's like, well, some people prefer the bottled Coke. They say it's sweeter and that it tastes better. But other people prefer the fountain Coke. Now, the bottled Coke is about 20 cents more. (laughs) But if you are going to stick around and drink more than one glass of Coke, it's worth your money to get the fountain Coke. <laughs> because the refills. Dude, are I hate free. this man. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to. I had, at this point, I had ripped half my facial hair out and I had just, I just was leaning on the counter and eventually I got my coke and I, I mean, it was very nice was the thing. I mean, right. he was looking out for my 20 cents. And I, I mean, it was, that was really, really nice of him. Um,
0: Did he know that you had a black girl in the car?
1: You were outside.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <The> interaction would <laughs> have been totally different if I was
1: there. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I think you were. I have no idea.
0: You'd have thrown the coke in your face. But
1: I don't remember. I don't remember actually encountering anybody who we. I, I remember there were a few stares, but I don't remember actually encountering anybody who acted differently. And then you know that says a lot because a lot of people I, uh, a lot of people I think won't. They won't put a stereotype over an individual. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But that doesn't mean that there's not a prejudice there. Right. Does that make sense?
0: Um, I don't know. I guess so. I'm not really sure I understand what you mean by that.
1: You know what I'm saying? So, so, for instance, I've known people. You know, I worked with a guy uh, in college, right? So I had some menial job in college. Mm-hmm. And this guy, we were talking about some, some girl, you know, a bunch of guys working together. And there was some girl. She was really pretty. And oh, we're working at Home Depot. Right. So you know you work with a bunch of dudes, and you you know you, you serve a bunch of dudes, yeah. and it's just all guys. So when when an attractive woman walks into Home Depot, everyone notices.
0: she's a brick house. Right. She's mighty mighty. My- what is what does it mean when you're a brick house? You got work? like a good body. Oh, she's stacked. Oh, yeah, she was stacked. Yeah, and I just thought Home Depot, you know, like house supplies. <laughs> I thought it was a perfect
1: Right, brick and mortar.
0: Yes, exactly. Excellent. So you guys were talking about some girl. Oh, so I was saying, I was saying. Oh, you, you know. were talking about some girl? Right. Sorry. When I was, I was 19. I thought I should be like jealous.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I didn't even know you. You're right. Okay, keep going.
1: Um. So, you know, we were talking about, you know, oh, the girl was really hot, whatever, you know, just going about our business. And this one guy just says no. I was like why what do you mean there's no there, this is not even a debate this woman is beautiful right um and he just said oh you wouldn't understand it's just how i was raised eventually i got to i, I oh was she black Yeah, she was black. You didn't And this guy was white and Southern. Mm -hmm. And it just, none of it made any sense to me, especially because we had, you know, we had, for instance, we had a lot of black coworkers. Right. And I had seen him interact with them and me and everyone else. And there was really no difference Mm -hmm. uh, that I could tell. You would never, I would have never thought that this guy would be the type to say, oh, I'm not attracted to a, you know, a woman who is clearly very beautiful because she's black. That just uh, yeah would, would never have made sense to me. Having you know worked with this guy, right, right, and we weren't close friends or anything. He was just a, a colleague. Um, but that's what I'm saying. I think a lot of people in person are don't express the prejudices uh, that 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 might be there. I don't want to make that sound like oh, I would I would imagine that there are prejudices even if they're not showing. Yeah. Um, but I think that in person and in personal well, interactions, think- a lot of that stuff stays well hidden.
0: I think some people know. That it's not socially acceptable to say those things, so they don't say them until, like, the moment presents itself. I mean, you can see that especially now with, like, what's happening in Baltimore. It's, like, so many people who I'm not super close with, but, you know, we worked together or we went to school together, and I would never think anything negative about them. But now suddenly they're on Facebook, like, these freaking monkeys, and you're like, whoa, oh whoa, God. whoa, like, I thought that you were a reasonable person and like now you're really showing your true colors Mm -hmm. um to go back to you know the question about our relationship for me it's very different and I think it's so interesting and so sad because you know I'm clearly very vocal about my my beliefs online and I talk a lot about race and racism and oppression of all kinds And for the most part, it's really a lot of black people that have something negative to say about my relationship Mm -hmm. or have or say that, like, I'm not qualified to talk about racism because my husband is white, which is the most ridiculous thing that i've ever (laughs) heard
1: that's pretty far-fetched
0: it makes me so so mad because it's like i was talking to a friend about this and he was like you should stage a debate between like the racist white people that hate you and then like the black people who think you're a sellout and then they should like fight with each other and decide like who hates you the most because it's like the people who are telling me i'm a sellout like in my mentions like right under it there's like a white person who's like calling me the n-word and i want to be like so you do realize that my white husband has not prevented me from experiencing racism Mm -hmm. like at all like i don't walk down the street and when i see a cop i'm like hey cop just so you know my husband is white so don't (laughs) racially profile me i got it all on fucking lockdown everything is okay with me (laughs) you know what i mean like (laughs) nice circumstances and the way i see the world are not different because of my husband and i guess a lot of people Maybe people have encountered other black people who think that they're better because their spouse is white. And I definitely know there are some people who will say things like, you know, put down black women and say that white women are better or, you know, will say, you know, I need a man that can take care of me and blah, blah, blah. And based on their race, they think that they're a certain type of person. Mm. But I also don't think that you can compare all of those people to me because you don't know me and you don't know my husband. Um, and, Certainly, and oh. oh, I was just gonna say like it's just it's really surprising to me. I get it online a lot, like a lot, a lot, a lot, and it's. I think I've gotten better about handling it, but some days it like really, really upsets me, especially because I put up with so much trash. Like I've had people contact my job and tell them that they should fire me because I'm racist towards white people. I've had people contact my agent. I've had people contact my family. I've had so many racists do backflips to try and hurt me. And then when someone turns around and says, like, I... Hate myself because my husband is white. I'm just like, where where do you get off, like thinking that? It's just really bizarre to me. Mm -hmm. But in terms of like our relationship,
1: yeah, well, that's 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 one. I mean, the external view of our relationship, obviously, we have we have very little control over. Oh, absolutely. Um, and it's interesting that people make such broad generalizations about something that's so personal. And so specific. Clearly, you're a black person, right. and clearly, your experiences as a black person has, has have gone a long way to inform what it means to be Francesca. Right. But that doesn't I mean, that has so many nuances to it. Right. That there are you know how how many other black people or white people or whatever the everyone's you know.
0: experience is different.
1: Exactly, and they create radically different people. It doesn't right. mean that you don't share experiences within that group, but it, the the product of what it, what it means to be that individual. And then what it means to be in that relationship with that individual is so specific and so exclusive of of the outside world and those um, stereotypes or generalizations that people impute to it that it doesn't it just doesn't make any sense for somebody outside of a relationship to judge that relationship yeah. in any way and yeah. I'm, I'm not talking about I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm even talking about how you know two people go about uh, communicating with another like you know with each other like you you might see a couple that bickers a lot. And you think, God, that sounds awful. And it would be awful for you. But maybe you're not in that relationship. You're not in that relationship. And barring somebody actually being in jeopardy or in danger, it doesn't really matter what you think. You're free to think it. Of course, Mm -hmm. Uh, and you're free to express yourself, I would recommend that you didn't, at least not to those people, because I think that's just rude and it's just not your place. You need to know you're not part of that relationship. It's not your business.
0: I also think that that kind of goes along with something I was saying recently is I got this really nasty comment on our wedding vlog that was like, you know, I am so disappointed that you married a white guy, but... On the other hand, I'm not really surprised. And they were like, I mean, I guess he kind of looks like Leonardo DiCaprio. Is that
1: why they weren't surprised?
0: I I don't know. And then so
1: he's he's like the apparently like the, it was a
0: woman first of all, but just but but it was right. just this weird thing. So of was being, she was
1: she like all right, you get half a pass because he looks a little bit like that's Leo. what
0: kind of and wow. then she said like, but I mean, why would you want to have kids with him? His recessive genes <laughs> are gonna like take over, which I don't even know. Like, how does sense. a re- recessive gene like bitch? Do you know what recessive means because um, <laughs> no. I don't think you do um, but like what really got to me was she the fact that she said I'm not surprised in my mind I thought huh I don't think about what other people like who other people are getting with and I think at the mm. end of the day like when you are happy with who you are with and Mm -hmm. and what's going on in your relationship like you really don't think about like you said unless someone is hurting someone else or themselves right like you could be with a man that i think is ugly that's the other one i don't think he's good looking well great you didn't marry him i did so like oh sorry yeah that happens sometimes too i'm just (laughs) i'm just you're like, sometimes people will say, like, here's what I think of your man's appearance. And I'm just like, well, you didn't marry him. And that's how I feel about other people's relationships. When I see someone that I think, oh, they're not really that attractive to me or, like, that person's annoying, I have to check myself and say, like, that person makes that person happy. So, like, why am I worried about what they're doing? You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, I think it just has to do with. When you're happy with what's going on in your own life, whether it's your career or Mm -hmm. your appearance or your relationship, you don't think about what other people are doing because it doesn't affect you. Like, there's just no reason to think about it. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So, I don't know. I guess I also kind of wanted to just explore because this is something that I get a lot of questions about. Like, has being in an interracial relationship been like challenging because like I like that's something that people ask me about like oh my partner doesn't understand me or you know especially with what's been mm-hmm. going on in Baltimore I, I had a girlfriend who actually reached out to me and her boyfriend is white and she was saying that she was so frustrated because she was trying to talk to him about Baltimore and he was kind of like I don't like whatever <laughs> she mm-hmm. didn't, and she said that he He like isn't really into the news and he doesn't really follow what's going on in the news. It's kind of his personality. Yeah. But then especially with like what's been going on, like she wants to talk to him about it and and she just felt like he doesn't understand.
1: Yeah. That's that's a really tricky spot, especially to comment on without being there for most of it. Because I Yeah, I mean I'm just
0: I'm just saying like has that been an issue?
1: Right. Well that's what I'm getting to. Right. But because I know that in our relationship, for instance, we've had times where We're just on different pages at a different moment. And while we feel the same way about something, um, the fact that I might be, you might be really enraged about it at that moment. That's
0: also my personality.
1: And I might just raging all the time. (laughs) Yes, that's pretty close. (laughs) But but you might be at that particular moment due to some conversation that is ongoing online or something to that effect, Mm -hmm. really, really uh, antagonized and really angry, and just at that particular moment feeling very strongly about something. Whereas at that particular moment, I might have just gotten home from work, and just and just the furthest thing from my mind is any serious matter because right. I'm just exhausted or I've had a long week or something like that. And that, that's a couple thing, you know. That's right. just an interpersonal uh, phenomenon that you're going to experience in every relationship where two people are on sort of two different wavelengths at a at a given moment. It doesn't mean that they're far off in terms of their beliefs or right. their perspectives. It doesn't mean that that conversation can't happen at another time. Um, just because one of them is at that moment thinking, cause I, I've, I've definitely had it. There's been a few times where you're just like, why aren't you as angry and just violently I'm just like,
0: this thing happened. Um, aren't you pissed off? And you're like, this. I don't know anything about it. What are you talking about? Right. Or,
1: right. or, right. Or I don't know. I haven't heard of it yet. And you are online all day. So you right. know about it almost as soon as it happens. Totally. I'm, I'm at work and I'm, you know, I'm offline. So, um, yeah, you know, there are so many ways for that to be a problem. But if he's consistently not aware of the issue, uh, and and she's trying to talk to trying to talk to him, and he's consistently not getting it, uh, that you know that might be something else. That might be a larger problem that he's just not aware of the certain issues that she is aware of. Yeah, but to I the also same extent.
0: I also just think like if you're gonna be in an interracial relationship, like you have to be willing to do the work. And I think some people. I naively think that if you are in an interracial relationship that that's going to, like, somehow solve racism and we're all going to, like, walk off holding hands kumbaya into the sun with, like, mixed race babies. And that's just absolutely not the case because you have to do the work within any relationship when you get to know someone, no matter what background they are. Like, you have to do the work to learn about them and what they like, what they don't like, or what your, like, pain points are. And especially when you're in an interracial relationship – you know, there's a level of understanding that that person has to have about certain issues and certain things that you're going to experience, mm-hmm. and that- and you
1: don't always start out with that level of understanding, right? So you have to clear a period where that level of understanding is being developed. Um, I know I've been there uh, a number of times where you've pointed out something, usually something fairly small in the scheme of things, because right. uh, you know, in broad strokes, we're on the same page. Um, I I think I get is i'm I'm equally as disturbed and in the same ways as you when we talk about things like baltimore mm-hmm. um or ferguson uh but there are times where it's- it's usually smaller things, and sometimes the smaller things can be very upsetting to you right, and I won't realize it, and even at the time, I might not realize it as you're explaining it to me, and sometimes it takes uh it takes you know maybe a week or a few days before I can think back on it objectively. And consider exactly what happened. I'm, I'm, I know I'm being very vague and very general, but you know I might say something. I'm, I'm trying not to use any really specific examples. Don't let your imagination run crazy because they're not. Really, <laughs> yeah, they're not. They're not that exciting, <laughs> but um, um, but they are small things. And sometimes if you say if you're really upset because you're just getting certain news that's really upsetting you, right. or you're just dealing with somebody. Here's another one that that I that we find uh happens every once in a while, and that's that you'll be talking to somebody online who's clearly taking a prejudiced position. See what I'm saying? Right. And they'll say something. And then I'll say something that's similar, but because I want some information. Right. So my motive is different from their motive, but what I'm saying sounds similar to what they're saying. Right. And I've I've noticed a few times you've gotten kind of upset about that.
0: Yeah, I think- You know what
1: I'm saying? And it's because you're dealing with people saying that and for the wrong reasons. And then I say something that reminds you of that, and, and your mind kind of goes there. It's not, I mean, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. But it creates a, a brief dissonance and then we fix it
0: yeah we and talked about we this one on. We talked about this one time in the sense of like the intent versus impact situation, and I think it 's so important to understand and this is like really shaky ground, but you know when someone says something that 's really offensive or like hurtful to you and you 're asking them to apologize or you 're calling out their behavior their intent like what they meant by saying it is really not the issue it 's how it made you feel but when you 're in a relationship with someone, you kind of have to suspend that in the sense that you have to go into conversations with people and give them the benefit of the doubt to believe that their intentions are good even when they do say something hurtful to you because mm-hmm. like a relationship is all about compromise and listening to each other. And, and so, trust
1: is what you're talking about. Right. Trusting that they're not, they're not just- That they're you not know.
0: trying to hurt you. And, right, and, and, and again, their hearts
1: like, are, are not in the some malicious place or something. Yeah, good. and of I think course.
0: that that can be really difficult for people to understand because like I said, when someone says something like blatantly racist and then they say like, oh, I didn't mean to be racist. That's very different than when you're in a relationship with someone, you know, and it can be like your best friend or it can be like your family member or, you know, in this instance, your romantic partner, you have to have this level of understanding that like when we talk about things that your heart is in the right place. Mm hmm. Even though sometimes it might hurt me, so that way we can like get to a place of understanding if you do hurt me, you know what I mean? And we take kind of from there. so it's not necessarily about like the motivations when you accept an apology, it's more understanding where someone's coming from before they hurt your feelings. So you kind of think like, well, I know this person loves me, and I know that like when we're talking about things that are difficult. They are trying to understand, or they don't want to hurt my feelings, even though my feelings might be hurt. I'm going to come with a more open mind and hope that this can be like a positive situation. And that can be really, really hard, especially when you're talking about racism and oppression. You're talking about people being killed. You know, you go into the conversation, and you're just like, oh white dude who like doesn't freaking get me but then that's just like closes it off you know what i mean like that's not the the most productive way to go in those conversations if it's somebody that you really care about and you love and you you want to have a positive relationship you kind of have to have a moment of being like this is going to be difficult but i'm going to expand my mind and hope that we can have a really productive conversation rather than going into it projecting Things that have happened with other people, which is kind of like what you're talking about, where I will have a conversation online and it will go really, really bad. It's a, it's and then... a touchy
1: subject. Uh, those sorts of conversations are just they're touchy, period. I mean, they're they're very serious um, and they're they're very important. And it's there are so many ways that that. Miscommunications can occur. And I right. think that's kind of. Yeah. Kind of what you were just mentioning. So and sometimes the person doesn't actually understand what you're saying. And. um I know I know I've experienced, I've said things that you were like yeah you're not getting that. Yeah, but um, I think that
0: that just goes back to kind of things that we've talked about a bunch of times is that like everybody has to start someplace where they don't understand something. Mm-hmm. And I think that you kind of have to remember at some point there were things that I didn't know and I had to get checked on them. Like you don't wake up. knowing. I know. I,
1: t- I tell you stuff all the time.
0: I, I know you do. I'm just saying that that's the truth. <laughs> that we have to, we have to remember that, especially when you're in a relationship <laughs> with someone and you want to make it work. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I'm going to put
1: this one on loop.
0: I, you are just like, <laughs> anytime that I try to say something positive uh-huh. and like, you know, really be open about the fact that I'm not perfect, I make mistakes, mm. your ass just, like, rebels in it. Like, mm. you don't even let me get it out. Because you don't know
1: how, how infrequent it is.
0: That's not true. You just
1: You just described a scenario in which all your haters would come together and talk about how much they hate you. It's, you know, so when it comes back my way a little bit.
0: I'm just saying that like I'm I am trying to um, be an example for other people mm-hmm. and say that when you're in a relationship, no matter what backgrounds you both come from, there has to be some level of compromise and there has to be some level of saying that sometimes this person is going to say something that hurts me mm-hmm. or not understand something and it's going to have to learn. But I had to learn something, too. And you can't expect your partner, no matter what background they're from or what lifestyle they lead or whatever to be right all the time or to know everything about everything. Like they're going to screw up. It happens. And sometimes feelings are going to get hurt. But if the person is someone that you really care about and you love and they're worth the effort, you put in the time to educate them and and do the work. And I, I think that that's just really important for any relationship. But especially if you're in in an interracial relationship, you have to be willing to say, like, you need to learn about your privilege and we need to talk about things that are going on in the world, and and it's not easy, but mm. it's it's worth it, and it's and it's doable. You know what I mean? Like that's what I think is what I hope people get from our show. You can't go into every relationship and expect the other person is going to be in the same place you are on every single issue. Like in an ideal it's world, never going to happen. In the ideal world, no, they impossible. will be, but like it's impossible. It's not always that way. Mm. But again, like I said, if you and 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 it goes both ways. Like I'm using this instance. It does go
1: both ways. It go go both ways. And it's also not not. Uh, I mean, to a limited extent, it can be informed by your personalities as they've developed as a person of a particular ethnicity. Right. Um. But but that I f- I feel like there's frequently a part where that where the where any dis- where disagreements depart from that being the influence. Uh, and gets into the nitty-gritty of the two people who are actually communicating with each other and where they're... Because usually, I mean, especially if you've got two people who care about each other enough to marry one another Mm -hmm. or have been in a long-term relationship that's sort of like, you know, I basically live at each other's apartments or something, you're pretty comfortable with that person. It doesn't mean you know everything about them, but you can can guess that you know uh, most of what their character stands for and who they are at that point. Uh, So when, when you find yourself at odds about something, it's, I think a lot of times it's not really about a difference of opinion. It's about a difference of expression. Sometimes. I think, I think we hit that point frequently. Yeah.
0: I think, I think, I think it's a mixture of all of those things. I think sometimes it's like your life experience informs how you think, what you've been exposed to informs how you think. I think for us, most times it's. Uh just com- the way we communicate our ideas you well, we have I mean? two
1: very different approaches right, i'm I'm exactly. extremely logical, yeah. and you're extremely emotional, right, and that causes us a lot of problems also, a lot of times, I get pieces of news from you when you 're first reacting to them because you got it before I did, right because you got it off of you know like a like a like a Twitter, Twitter telephone yeah you know so I mean you're plugged in and you get it right from the sources, and then you provide it to me and sometimes here's here's when that happens all the time you tell me the thing that's that's really got you raging at this point and i i ask questions because i've now my only source of this information is you and you think how can how can you possibly question? Did you hear what I just <laughs> told
0: you? And I think I know you're I know. not
1: you're not a you're not a news source. You probably
0: didn't get it from a news source. Right. And I'm only giving you like half of the information because I'm telling you like what really flipped, like made me upset. Right. And it's like, being screamed no, because absolutely. you're really. I so, understand. I, I totally agree with you. And like yeah. and that is something that like we've had to work on in our relationship and I've had to be better about so that I can give you time to like process the information because at the end of the at the end of the conversation. Patrick is 99.9% of the time like damn that was really screwed up that was really like horrible and that's really bad but like if I don't give him time to actually like digest the information and know about it then like yeah I'm gonna be like why aren't you mad right now and, that's right, and also like that's not Patrick's personality <laughs> like he can be he'll be upset about something but he's not gonna like scream and rage even no matter what the topic is if it's freaking police brutality or if it's like climate change like Patrick's personality is not the kind to be like zero to 100 that's just like not how you are if your partner doesn't know about those things it doesn't necessarily mean that they don't care or they're not smart enough it's like you can only know what you know and you don't know what you don't know so if you've never been exposed to that thing how the hell can you know that something bad is happening or you should be upset about it
1: yeah it's a learning curve for everyone especially for the people who are uh consistently in the social justice circuits because we talked about this before the lingo there becomes extremely precise and the concepts become extremely well defined and there and there are great ways to look at uh, social justice reform, right? But uh, but if I
0: use a gaslighting, and you're like, wait, I never heard that word before. But like, if you, <laughs> if
1: you're not there for all of that, and it takes a lot of time because there's not a handbook or a manual that you you don't go and study up on this stuff. I it gets passed around by word of mouth and by tweets and things like that. um If you're not there to experience that, it's really it's it's not an easy nut to crack mm-hmm. for somebody who hasn't been part of that conversation previously
0: yeah absolutely so i mean we covered a, a lot of stuff here and i'm so oh. glad that we finally talked about this yeah, because it's I'd kind love of to talk
1: about it more there's so much to talk about on on this particular issue and and i have plenty of uh experience you know there's so many interesting things that happen yeah. in in a married relationship well it's you cool because we
0: we do have a large interracial dating audience which is kind of cool
1: thanks ahmed <clears throat> more to come. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my god. Okay. Well, this was a really good episode. We we kinda dug deep into some like real talk relationship stuff, which is cool.
1: I feel like I feel like progress hasn't been made unless unless we're both crying. Isn't that how isn't that how this works? No. No? I'm
0: not gonna cry. Well, I'm not gonna cry. Okay, well then good. No progress has been made. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to tweet us with the hashtag last name basis if you have questions or comments about this episode or things that we should talk about next week. Um, we did kind of go over time, so we're not doing this language beep, but you can also rate us on iTunes, leave comments on our site, make sure to follow us on Twitter
1: at Tie Optional
0: and at Chescal Lee, and we will talk to you next week. This last name basis. Was last name basis. Bye.